Exclusive conversations. International specialists. Scientific knowledge. Voices, Voices of Science. Welcome back to Voices of Science. This is our third episode. As you know, this first season is dedicated to a conversation we held with Dr. Carlos Barrios, where he talked about the Camilla study. Dr. Barrios is a medical oncologist based in Porto Alegre, Brazil, and he is head of the Latin American Cooperative Oncology Group. In the previous episode, Dr. Barrios went deeper into the Camille study. Today, he will talk about the management of breast cancer patients with brain metastasis. Let's get going with the third episode of Voices of Science. Voices, Voices of, science. of Science The management of patients with uh, brain metastasis and breast cancer uh, it's complex and is evolving. And it's extremely important for us to consider the underlying subtype of the disease associated with brain metastasis. So it's not the same or exactly the same managing a patient with hormone receptor positive disease and brain metastasis than a patient with HER2 positive disease or triple negative disease in the same circumstances. Another important aspect to consider while addressing a patient with brain metastasis is what kind of uh, manifestations or symptoms this uh, patient is having. It's not the same thing looking at a patient with an asymptomatic brain metastasis from a patient with symptomatic disease with clinical manifestations. And we should look at that first before any other consideration. Another important aspect in dealing with central nervous system metastasis is the fact that we need to consider the situation of systemic disease. It's not the same thing to manage a patient with brain metastasis with a disease in the systemic uh, situation that is controlled uh, from a disease that is evolving with metastasis growing the liver or the lung. So it's extremely important to put into consideration those two situations, control of the systemic disease or not, and the manifestations in the systemic in the central nervous system. Very important is the fact that 269 patients during the treatment with TDM1 developed new brain lesions. And these patients were divided in 30% of those that had initially brain metastasis and about 10% of those without baseline brain metastasis. So we should be aware of that brain metastasis can evolve as progression of the disease in both situations. Very importantly, in this subgroup of patients that had new brain metastasis, the protocol allowed for continuation of TDM1 beyond brain progression. 40% of those patients that had continuation of TDM1 had baseline brain metastasis, while 29 did not. Very clearly, the uh, time of continuation or treatment with TDM1 beyond progression, post-progression, was around from 6.2 months, which was obviously important or means that these patients do derive some benefit from continuation of therapy. And probably all these patients had disease, systemic disease that was well under control. 
that's all for today's podcast of Voices of Science. In our next episode, Dr. Barrios will talk about tolerability and safety of TDM1. TDM1 is a tolerable and uh, easy to administer medication with side effects that are easy to manage. Don't miss out on the next episode of Voices of Science. Thank you. Until next time. Voices, Voices of Science, of science.